Podcasting from the Chicagoland area, this is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. This is Risqué, and you're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. The game will never see a greater player than one who knows themselves and claims all titles thrown at them as their own. Or some may call out rebel, nonconformist, or plain old different. There are players that take these titles and make them badges of honor. Such is the case with our guest this evening. Madison Fox is a UK glamour model, streamer, and OnlyFans creator. She is a self-proclaimed Barbie doll and bimbo, and claims back the term bimbo while creating a body-positive empowerment from it. Having been in the industry just under two years, there's a lot more to be seen from Madison. So keep your eyes open for this player and tonight's guest. (laughs) Yeah, later on, just because of you and the accent, I'm just going to say, Madison, can you just read a phone book page to me? And and, uh, (laughs) Um, all right. Yeah, for sure. Everyone, you've heard the introduction. Now join me in welcoming to the show the brilliant, the beautiful Madison Fox. Madison, how are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you, really good. And it, I always tell the guests, like, or I'm sorry, I always tell the audience, like, they should hear, like, the pre-show talk, because we have, <laughs> <laughs> it's always a lot of fun, you know, that, that pre-show talk. Yeah. Uh, let's start off by, can you tell the audience uh, what platform you're on the most and by what user? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram the most, and my handle is madison fox underscore underscore um my old account previous to this one did get deleted by instagram so that's my current one i i just like like i say fox and it sounds like it sounds just brutal right like (laughs) like just like just a dead tree hitting the ground and you say fox (laughs) and it's like i feel like i have to pay for this call i love it um very yeah no very 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 proper but yet sexy accent uh Madison, <laughs> where are you from are you originally uh you know london born or, or whereabouts in- yeah so yeah so i'm i've always lived in the uk born here i have english parents unfortunately which is really boring um but a lot of people think i look quite russian which is the strange thing i get a lot of people like when I go to London, coming up to me talking Russian. So, no, unfortunately, I'm boring old English. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing more to say there, really. <laughs> so, how does a how does a a boring little English girl? I know I'm using your words because I don't think I don't think you're boring. <laughs> I, I don't want to. No, go I, I don't it. want a bunch of hate from the audience when this airs. 
Um, <laughs> how does a, a, a boring English girl go from, you know, growing up in, in a normal yeah. English environment to becoming, you know, an influencer, mm -hmm. a, a model and et cetera? Yeah. So um, I would say my story is probably quite different to a lot of people. Um, I actually have only really sort of come into the industry, the sex industry, um, since March 2020. Um, so I sort of cut a really long story short, but I got out of a relationship of six years, about two and a bit years, two and a half years ago. Um, and then I unfortunately had to move back in with my mum to save money um, to buy a house of my own. Um, the UK house prices are just astronomical. Um, but um, yeah, so I had a really normal job. I worked in in technology. I was a project manager for like networking, IT solutions projects for large companies. And um, basically when the pandemic hit, um, my company just decided to fire me three days before here in the UK, we had a thing called furlough and furlough enabled companies to sort of let people go, but on 80% of their salary propped up by the government. Um, and unfortunately, my company that I worked for previously were just, they were shit. Mm. <laughs> um, and they decided to axe us without any sort of backup or help from the government. Um, so lucky for me, I had been camming on the side for about six weeks before that. Um, so I bought my own house in December 2019. And I realised that after all my bills, you know, everything went out at the end of every month, I had about £100 left over. And with this is with my old job. And I just, I... I just felt completely trapped. I felt that, you know, there's a glass ceiling in terms of where I worked um, and that I hated my job. I'll be really honest. I used to go into the office every day and I just hated it. I hated going in. I hated the I'm just not a com I'm just not a corporate person. Right. I don't. I don't, I'm not a yes person. I don't just do something because somebody says, unfortunately, I'm too much of an individual. And um, yeah, so every day I'd go into the office and I'd just like look out the window longingly, thinking of any which way that I could earn money. Um, and really randomly, um, I saw an advert on Instagram in like late, December 2019 early January 2020 and it advertised for webcam modeling and I was like oh that sounds interesting I was like oh I don't really know about that um I mean you hear things in like the newspapers over here in the UK you know when they put a webcam model earns 150 grand a year and you're kind of like like yeah right sort of thing um, so I don't really have any expectations. Um, and then after I got my house, I moved in and I got a bed, got a mattress, you know, got furniture and got Internet. 
um, I decided to like log on to this website. And it's like a UK webcam webcam site. And I had no idea about what it was, never had training. And this woman by WhatsApp, like just barely explained what I needed to do. And I logged on for like two hours onto this webcam platform and I had customers coming in um, da, 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 da. and then I logged off after about two hours and I had accrued about £350 in about two hours. And I was like, oh, shit, like you really can make money from this. Because I, I sort of um, logged on expecting to like make five pounds. Like I had no expectation. And um, yeah, so after that, I kind of did it really ad hoc through sort of February 2020 through to the beginning of March. Um, and I set up an OnlyFans as well. Um, and then I started to like use my personal <coughs> Instagram as a platform for like my images and stuff, which with hindsight was quite naive because I should have created a whole new account. Um, so therefore people that I knew, um, that I worked with became aware that I had an OnlyFans and, and basically that was just the nail in the coffin. They, they were gunning for me anyway, and they wanted to get rid of people because of Corona. So I was just on that list to be axed. Um, and so I got axed and I didn't know, you know, I still didn't know whether I could, you know, whether this was something that I could like make into a full time job. Um because I didn't know, I didn't know the industry. I didn't know anybody in it. I didn't know whether I could make consistent money. And um, basically here in the UK, we have a thing called Babe Channels. I don't know whether you've ever heard of it, Jackson, but we have a channel called Babe Station, Studio 66 and Expanded, which is on like national television where people can tune in to watch girls posing and like take phone calls. Um, and basically a babe channel headhunted me in the February and they were like, Hey, do you want to come work for us? And I was like, Oh, you know, I'm not quite sure about that. And then basically the day that I got made redundant on March 18th, um, I just called them up and I was like, Hey, like, can I come work for you? I'll do any shift, any day, any hour doesn't matter give me everything you've got and I'll, I'll work it and um basically it worked out really well for me and it's been completely life-changing um and you know I don't come from a family of money quite the opposite I um so I'm not used to I'm not used to having money I'm not used to you know the kind of money that I'm earning I just never thought was obtainable to me and obtainable to me as a woman um, as well. So it's been pretty life changing and it's enabled me as well to become the person that I always dreamt of. Um, and I, it's made me become much more of a spiritual person as well, because I really believe that there were certain things that cropped up and that were aligned for me. And it's 
it's all for a re it's all for a reason I don't know why but it's just worked out really well for me and I'm so grateful if I could kiss the floor I would and I know I'm very much aware that my life could be so different I mean if I hadn't had that if I hadn't had those opportunities in front of me I would have lost my house lost all my savings lost my car and I'd probably be working in you know a local shop for eight pounds an hour when now I make that in a minute and a half sometimes so like it's it's crazy how things work out and I'm so so grateful so for those <clears throat> excuse me for those who have been listening I did did some research and a pound in English money is like a dollar 36 in, in US money so yeah so people who are you know people who are listening going she all right so carry the one nope I did the math for you guys that's how it is <laughs> um what something you said I, I wanted to touch on because okay. man, it, it's an amazing story and you know I found that with a lot of influencers a lot of things are there's a lot of commonalities you know where things fall into place um yeah you know, they're not they're not afraid to to jump on the new opportunities but yeah something that I wanted to ask you about because I, I have experience in, in the tech field and mm -hmm. I've noticed and, and this is I've got to make sure I word this right to not offend the tech people or, or women, but there's very few women in the tech field. The ratio between men and women is, is horribly off. Yeah. It's a lot more of a male industry. And, yeah. you know, there's various reasons, I think, just with, you know, as far as schooling and stuff and and where schools are, are gearing their focus. You know, the yeah. little girls aren't normally computer, computer people. And I think that's changing. And dear God, that's so much for the better because, you know, equality and everything. And but yeah. did you find that there was, and you know, obviously you're an attractive woman. Did you find issues as an attractive female, or just as a female in general, yeah. in, in the tech industry, and even, in even the tech yeah, industry. even before you went into the modeling? Um, I feel, yeah, I do. Um, I think I, I've always been a very technical person. I'm really into my technology, you know, back at school and college. I, I studied film and television production. So I always wanted to work in what is really a, a male dominated field. And that doesn't intimidate me. Um, but I in my role that I had, for the technology company I would manage a team of engineers and all of them were male and to be fair I'd have them wrapped around my little finger but also you know and that comes with a little bit of respect but there was a one particular occasion when we were in a meeting and it was a meeting with all the engineers all the like you know director um and so on and I remember I asked something in particular and um they kind of you know inferred that you know you don't get it because you're not an engineer mm -hmm. and it's like but you know just because I'm not an engineer doesn't mean that I'm unable to understand if you explained it to me you know I have a technical mind as well and oh, <laughs> 
I, I made it very clear as well that I would be up for learning and training to become an engineer because telecoms engineers here in the UK, they earn a lot of money, these guys, you know, the IT solutions guys, they're on big money. And um, I wouldn't put that past myself. And, you know, I really made a stance to, to say that, that I would be up for training as an engineer. But I still don't think people take you seriously enough. And, as, and especially because, you know, you're still, I, I was still a young 26, 27 year old girl with blonde hair and, and fake tips. And, you know, as much as I can try and, and put over to them that I can do it, they're still going to be the sort of macho-ness and, uh, you know, sort of talking you down because you are a woman. So, yeah, I I, I agree. And I, I think you're totally right, Jackson, when you say about how schools, you know, put their focus. I, I think my experience as a young girl in the UK um, when I was at school, leaving school, people were like, you know, what are you going to study? Are you going to become a hairdresser or like a beautician? And there's nothing wrong with that. But I was like, no, actually, I want to become a director, a, a documentary filmmaker. I want to work on live TV. I want to be a producer. And people are like, oh, oh, you know, and surprised because it goes against the status quo. Um because of how society is so it's sad and I think you know women we need to do much more not just for women but everybody to be less judgmental <coughs> and be more open to different people doing different jobs than than what would be sort of socially assumed if you will yeah I, I couldn't agree more and I <clears throat> I remember I had a uh and a friend who she did work in the video game industry at the time. And she told me a story about she was sitting in a room full of, of uh, programmers. And I think she was, she was like human resources. And no, I'm sorry. She was PR <clears throat> and she was mm -hmm. going on about, you know, about PR aspects of promoting the game. And the rest of the room were focused on like the, the bouncing boob physics of the main character of the game. And, and I'm like, even if that was part of my assignment as a programmer, I'd be like, can we talk about this when yeah. she's not here? This is not a comfortable conversation. <laughs> and, and she, much like you, she just, she mentioned about just, there's this assumption because of her gender, um, mm. you know, that just some things that she just didn't get. I mean, she's, she's easily one of the brightest people I've ever met. And, you know, it's, it, mm. it's sad. And I, I think it's getting better. I hope it's getting better. Yeah. Um, now with all that having been said, we've got, you know, Madison Fox out here making, uh, <laughs> making 9 trillion pounds a second when she logs on. That's a beautiful thing. Sorry. I keep getting interrupted. My phone. No, that's fine. Keeps that's fine. getting wrong. I'm sorry. No. So we, we've got you making, I said, you're making 9 trillion pounds a minute. Um, <laughs> when you're logging in, what are, uh, what challenges are you facing in the industry that you're in now? Mm. Because I mean, it, every job, even a dream job has yeah. challenges. What do you run into? Like, mm, yeah, good yeah. Job. Like let's say your top, top three challenges. Top three challenges. That's such a good question. And 
just before I answer the question, I think um, I think what we do is glorified a lot and it's made to sound so amazing. But money is one thing. But also this job requires you to be what to all intents and purposes without being a bit too frank, you know, an actress and the top three um negatives of the job and challenges number one my personal life in the sense of relationships romantically is almost impossible um the second one would be the isolation so i don't really you know i'm always working on my own it's very very lonely um, and the third one would be the fact, and this is a really long one, but the fact that we are our own business and we are the product, which means, you know, I'm treated like an inanimate object, really, you know, by customers to consume, to use and then discard. Mm-hmm. Um and it's really hard it's it's really really hard job and it's not spoken about enough in the industry and i'm really passionate about it because i think a lot of it can be glamorized and younger girls 19 18 19 20 are seeing women of my age 29 and seeing me yeah i make good money and i have a really nice car and blah 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 but also it weighs on me a lot mentally it's extremely mentally draining um because you know a lot of the time this job requires you inadvertently to get people to fall in love with you to spend money um and it's not because i want them to but it's just inadvertently they do they end up really really liking you and then basically being in love with you being infatuated with you and you know as much as i i can be genuine and be myself i'm also providing a service i'm also saying what you want to hear because you're paying me and i'm also playing up to the sexual stimulation and tease and things and that's really hard it's really hard because i say things for money on the phone that i would never ever say or want to say otherwise you know and it's honestly it's just so hard and the expectation of certain customers that they want to meet you you know they want to meet you and it's like look honey it's never gonna happen (laughs) i'm sorry And this is the really hard thing, Jackson, because the more frank you are, you know, and we're not frank enough in this industry because people are scared of, like, what customers will do. And in the sense of, like, stop paying or stop contributing or any of these things. But, you know, I enjoy what I do. You know, I wouldn't do it otherwise. I'm very grateful. And I'm grateful every time somebody signs up to my OnlyFans any little donation but also I am a human being I am a real person and I recently created my stage name which is Madison Fox 
and it was only recently that I've changed it and before then I was using my personal name and it got to the point for me that for my own mental sanity I had to take back that I had to take it back because there was like a time recently when when I was working on TV and I don't know how explicit I can be on here. Oh, you can be as, um, as explicit as you want. Yeah, and this one particular, this one particular caller, like, you know, so the, the phone calls are very odd, you know, that you get sometimes and people are in the moment or whatever. And, and this one particular guy, when he's like ejaculating, grin as grim as that sounds um he um he like repetitively would say my name so like <laughs> he would be my personal name so he'd be like not my stage name right. but for example he'd be like madison 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 and like be saying that over oh. and over again but it was my my personal name and i was like you know i almost had ptsd from it because because I had like flashbacks to it. I was like, oh god, and it it made made me cringe and like my skin crawl because I was like, oh man, I don't want that in my head, you know. And I have quite a thick skin, and I I'm very easygoing, and I let things fly a lot of the time, and I don't I don't hold or harbor a lot of um you know negativity. I try not to. But that one particular moment just made me be like, Christ, I really need to, I need to claim back my name, my personal name, because I need to have that just for me and just for people that I want to call me that, you know, um, the product is Madison Fox. The person that I am is only for me and for people that I want to know the real me. And unfortunately, there is a difference. I, I say unfortunately, but it's because I feel guilty because I feel every time a, a guy says like, hey, can I meet you? Like, oh, I'd love to go for a coffee, you know, and meet up and da, 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 da. And it's like, look, hun, as much as I'd love to do that. Sorry, just got interrupted. That's okay. But basically, as much. As much as I'd love, you know, as much as I want to be ab able to give you what you want, I cannot do that. And I feel it's really unfair sometimes when customers get to that point that they're like, they want to meet you. And then you're like, I can't, I can't say yes, because it's not going to happen if I say yes, morally and ethically it's going against what I believe in and I have to I have to be able to draw the line like it's strictly online only and you as a, as a man if you're going to a woman online and you're like looking at her pictures and stuff you know of course we'd love to meet you know our idols or people that we get infatuated with but I think you always have to step back as a, as the consumer and think like you know, I need to hold myself back here. You know, it's not, it's a fantasy. And I'm really sorry, but 
I can't, I can't give everybody everything all of the time. I would have nothing left. You know, I think that that was a brilliant, eye-opening answer. And you know, a couple of points that that jumped out that I wanted to yeah. I wanted to go back over is that <clears throat> one thing about doing an interview show and talking to influencers and you know models and yeah. you know actors and actresses and so on it always comes down to um it always comes down to so many of the same commonalities like so many of the same circumstances and i I said that earlier but one of them is and that's this is why i I really enjoy doing this show is that there is a yeah there's a glamorization yeah i think that's the right word if not i just made it up for sure. there, there's a glamorization of what all, all of you do, you know, and it's like mm-hmm. every time I talk to someone, what I always hear is just the exhausting amount of work that it goes into. Yeah. Um, the isolation, you know, and what comes to mind, there's a absolutely there's a uh, he's a he's an amazing uh, mixologist and bartender. And, you know, we were just talking about his, um, you know, just kind of stuff that he does and. I mean, the, the poor mm-hmm. guy, it's like by the time he leaves one job, he's got like an hour of sleep or two hours and he's getting up to post pictures yeah. and, you know, kind of like tend, tend to his flock, so to speak, or the, his followers and yeah. get to the gym. And, and then, you know, there's, there's, we've had cam models on before and they, they just yeah. talk about, it's just that, like they realize the job has objectification at the core of it. Yeah. But it's like even even in a job that has objectification as the core it can still go too far absolutely totally agree with you and i you know i've got and it, i'm sorry go ahead no 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 no. i was just gonna say you're so right because this is the part of the the sex industry right which i hate saying i think it's a really outdated term um but um the the problem is you start to give so much of yourself over right you don't even know what what is a genuine or real reaction or who you are anymore and the most exhausting thing is the fact that me as a person i'm literally giving my energy to other people all day every day right <clears throat> and it's it's being expelled but not only that it's being expelled to people that i would otherwise not have any interest in and unfortunately that is as frank as it comes but i have to be honest because that is what it is it's a service and i'm sorry honey but unless you were paying with it you wouldn't ever hear from me we would never cross paths (laughs) right and you know, I have to, I have to be like that because, you know, then me objectifying myself, it's then hard for me to then sustain a normal relationship in my personal life. Because then you get rejected by people that you do want to spend time with, that you do want to get to know, that you do want to have like relations with sexually or romantically. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, I can't, I can't get a break because it's just the craziness of men. And that is what it is. 
you know, if I was a lesbian, it would probably be totally different. But like <coughs> the the way that men are, you know, so sexually driven in every capacity, you can make a man do anything <laughs> if you wanted them to through sex. I'm sorry, but it's true. It's so true. I, just, a good looking woman. I, I'm just picturing like all the stupid things a young Jackson Stewart had done because <laughs> sex was at the because because sex was the currency or 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 was you know another cool what, what was involved yeah, you know it's like sure i'll walk through that alley of fire full of away. you know full of glass and zombies because sex is at the end of it i'll do it sorry say that again no, because was, my headphones just no, that's okay. i was just thinking like sure i'll walk through that alley of fire and zombies and broken glass because sex <laughs> is on the other end of it i'll do it why not <laughs> Um, and one, one other point that I really, well, two points before I wanted to mm-hmm. add on to that. And cause I was talking to, uh, um, another guest and we were talking about the, um, the negative impact of, of pornography on relationships. And, and I just totally, and, and I mentioned the point that it's only dangerous when people are unable to separate fantasy from reality. Absolutely. Because, you know, the 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 cute barista that you finally get the, the balls to ask out is not gonna be like, you know, the the barista in the porn flick you just watched because she's not gonna blow you in the back while she's making lattes. Like that's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's a I think I think men, real men, are able to to split the difference. I think immature men, who I tend to call boys, blur the lines. Yeah. And I see it, you know, and you see it at, like, a strip club where, you know, a Mm -hmm. guy, like, a stripper may like you. You may be her one Mm -hmm. of her favorites because, you know, you're polite. You're not trying to, like, you know, attack her in the back room. But Absolutely. like you can't expect her to give you her phone number. I mean, sometimes that happens. I mean, but nor sometimes nor do you own her. And that same goes the same goes in like OnlyFans models and, and content creators and cam models. Yeah. You don't own these people. And I've been in some cam yeah. rooms and guys come in there just shooting wild and saying crazy shit mm. as soon as they log in. It's like you know, Still imagine yeah. you were sitting across from this person, even if she's she's naked and, and has a vibrator going. For sure. Like, just don't walk in and just start barking orders at her what to do. And Yeah. But, and the last thing, uh, the last point I wanted to make about something you said that was so powerful about having dual identities in a sense is it kind of reminds yeah. me of, and this is going to sound crazy, but bear with me. Like, when, <laughs> when Clark Kent realized he was Superman. <laughs> Yes. And yeah. there's a discussion about why this Clark Kent, why is Superman Clark Kent? And it's because if he was Superman mm. all day long, he would have nothing for himself. Mm-hmm. Totally. And so I've just, yeah. I've just called you Superman. So that's, and <laughs> I'll take that any day. 100% I'll be Superman. But I think that, um, you know, that, and I think that comes with realizing that influencers whether it be models or 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 anybody mm-hmm. names they're still people they still get up they still brush their teeth they still yeah and that they they you know you get worn out doing that but that your answers were yeah. 
so eye-opening, and I hope people listening really do take a beat and think, well, I never thought about that. Or, you know, and, and I think it's a reflex for people to go, well, that's the industry she picked. If she doesn't like it, it's like, that's not. Absolutely, you know, yeah. It, like, and this might not be the right right, uh, right occupation to equate it to, but cops and firefighters don't want to get shot or burn up. Teachers, yeah. you know, teachers don't want to have a horrible day. They still do the job. So you can't yell at people for choosing yeah. the job, but people are still do respect. Yeah, it's how you say And um so I mean yeah, that's I mean I can already tell that I wanna yeah. I, I, I wanna have you back like nine more times because it's such such a great conversation. <laughs> what Yeah, I think oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going gonna say definitely the whole, you know, fr- ability for people to access porn for free has clearly impacted how people, you know, behave. And, and culture and society. Um, I probably maybe, I probably came across quite blunt before and I don't mean to, you know, I don't, you know, I don't look at those guys and have any negativity towards them because they want to meet me. I have a lot of understanding and care and, you know, I, I totally understand where, why they do I mean I would be the same if I had like Brad Pitt on the line that I was talking to every day you know I'd want to meet him and I'd want to you know you you run away with the fantasy and that's not to say that the conversations I have with these people aren't of some value to my life you know I must enjoy talking them to them to an extent to to keep doing it to keep doing the job and I take something from that I have I love getting to know people. I have a fascination with understanding people psychologically as well, as well as myself. Um, and, you know, it's not all all customers. It's a few that just get run away with the idea. There's a lot of amazing, amazing customers who they go above and beyond just to be nice to you. And they don't even expect anything from it. And that's the crazy thing. Um, because they're so selfless and they have so much love to give and I'm so appreciative of them and then the irony is like in my personal life when I try and go on a date or get to know people off tinder or whatever it be you know you get treated worse than for free than you do when you get paid it's just crazy you know the difference in behavior through being treated as myself and being treated as Madison Fox. Is that your favorite part of the business when you, you know, those, those great customers or is your favorite part the, um, um, is it the, uh, you know, the autonomy of like you are, you are your business and where it goes Mm. is up to you. Which of those two would be your favorite part or is it a tie? Um, I would say, the best thing about it is is being appreciated for you because it is for me you know it's the way I look but also the reason I do well is because of the person that I am and how I treat people with respect and care for people um albeit over the internet but um 
also yeah massively and probably mainly the fact that I have autonomy over my life you know I'm a single independent woman I earn good money all because of myself no one else I don't wake up and have a thousand pounds sat on my doorstep no 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 it's all about hard work determination planning and execution and you know becoming a better person as well and you know examining yourself what could I do better how can I be better as a person how can I you know all of these things so it is mainly about having autonomy over my life and not having to ask my boss if I can take next week off I pick and choose my hours I work as much or as little as I want and it's all because of me for me to make myself richer instead of shareholders or a boss in a bloody suit or, so, or a bunch yeah. of uh, a bunch of dick engineers who don't want to teach you anything for sure exactly <laughs> you know now, now we spoke earlier yeah. and, and i wanted to just real quick go into this term um the term bimbo and, and we were talking about oh, how, yeah. you know it's it's when, when i was coming up bimbo was an insult you know now mm -hmm. I'm seeing it <laughs> pop up more. Uh, you know, I'm hearing it more used by models and, as a no, mm -hmm. another term for their classification than you know than I'm hearing guys use yeah. it. Can you explain to people what what is a bimbo <laughs> and and why why are you comfortable with the title mm -hmm. and and so on? Yeah, so bimbo to me is really it's really a movement and it's a brand new fetish really it's all about how you want to look um and personally i totally agree with you i think 10 years ago 15 years ago the term bimbo would would have been a total insult and on the level of slut and slut shaming and i think i think it's entwined with the fact of society inequality and the fact that women want to be powerful but we also want to be powerful with our femininity and our sexuality and i really think we've claimed it back we've taken it back for ourselves um you know it's all right for me to call myself a bimbo but um you know it, it's it's a movement and a lot of the time it relates to the xl implants community um and the dollification bimbofication and just the way you want to look you it's and the, the look is it's hyper femininity is what it is it's you know long luscious hair it's small waist large bum you know slim massive big boobs and you know culturally as well it, it it's already ingrained in culture that people want to look like that i think the industry and women are just kind of claiming it back and using it as a more of an empowerment and like a USP, a unique selling point to how they market themselves as well. It almost reminds me of a, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, of like a, like a fertility guide arts type, <laughs> you know, there's very large breasts, very small waist, very large, yes. very large hips. Um, yeah. You know, just a very uh, accented, parts of the female body guys listening exactly guys i'm gonna tell you this though you let 
her call herself a bimbo if you're if you see a woman you're like hey <laughs> she matches the the stereotype <laughs> hey bimbo that's a bad move guys that's a bad yeah move. i wouldn't yell it at anybody down the street yeah. for sure and unless I, you want a handbag around the face i don't but... care how much guys you hear well <laughs> if she says she can call herself that why can't i guys it don't <laughs> don't be a dumbass just don't just don't, just don't. don't do it <laughs> i know some guys are out there like well bimbo they said it's okay no no dumbass don't do it <laughs> yeah yeah totally it's kind of like yeah. maybe how the fuck boy term will be maybe in 10 years oh, maybe hey, guys will claim that do you, back do you know somebody had to explain to me what what a fuck boy was because when i <laughs> i kid you not when i heard fuck boy I thought, <laughs> is it a guy that that you know women want to fuck a lot? Is that a UK term? No, is no, it not it, really it, used it, no, internationally? It's internationally. It's just sometimes I'm not that bright. Yeah. Sometimes I'm I'm not the brightest bulb in the box, and I'm like, what is a? <laughs> and I'm like, is a fuck boy? Is that is that just the guy you want to fuck? They said no, Jack, a fuck boy. Is... <laughs> And they explain it. I've and just, I'm like, oh. I just Googled, have you got Urban Dictionary? I just Googled oh, yeah, it. I, I love Urban Dictionary. The definition, a boy who plays with girls' feelings yes. and doesn't really like <coughs> them and would do, do say anything a girl wants to hear to have sex with them or to get something they want. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think the way it was explained to me was just a guy that is going to talk a lot but never do anything. And yeah, like the, for sure. And I never, I never forget. I saw a model who, um, she had on a, a, a t-shirt and it said "No, no fuck boys." And I'm like, but wouldn't you <laughs> want a fuck boy? And then somebody had to explain, "No, Jack, a fuck boy." And I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, 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 no, yeah fuck boys, no good." Um, what what's next for Mass and Fox? What do you have going on? What's next for me? Um probably just growing the only fans um i want to do way more on only fans um i've mainly been for the last two years i've mainly been very like cam focused um but i definitely know that i can grow the only fans for sure and hopefully try and avoid my instagram getting deleted again um but yeah, just to to work on that really, and maybe more surgery. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe next year. Um, but yeah, we'll just see how it goes. In keeping with the theme of sexiness, what is the sexiest thing about you? <laughs> sexiest thing about me? Oh God! Um, this question literally confuses really... every guest. Yeah, and it, it's hilarious because I... you know these are. These are people who are sexy people. I mean, you're obviously a sexy woman. And then, you know, I, I think people think sexy people or people who are labeled as sexy automatically can just roll out boom, boom, boom answers. And, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, sexiest thing about me, probably my ability to be so easygoing and just I'm very open minded, very open minded and no judgment um you know i'll try anything once i'm not gonna lie um but yeah just probably just being genuine and i i I would say you know sexiest thing about me yeah okay looks but i mean i think i think sexuality runs deeper than just visual visual 
a lot of it is to do with how it makes somebody feel and how you touch them like not physically but it can be um but in the sense of like how you tease how you stimulate somebody mentally and I heard a quote the other day and it said anybody can fuck you but not not everybody can fuck your mind and it's so true um yeah <laughs> I, feel, I feel like i'm getting that that t-shirt made on the back it's gonna say no fuck boys um <laughs> what makes a man sexy um emotional intelligence and availability okay um just a guy that knows how to talk to a woman and that means being chivalrous but also you can be you can be super dirty like if you're chivalrous and respectful you can win any girl over and you can be as you know dirty and sexual as you want I think um you just got to have that level of respect and you know understanding and yeah just how to how to really get into a woman because I think you know men are very visual but women sexually are very in tune with our feelings so we're stimulated by much, much more than just, you know, a guy with an erect penis. It, it's all about, you know, how you talk to us, how you make us feel, how you, how you can mind fuck us again. Going back to that, it's just all about mental stimulation. Yeah, I've always said, <clears throat> men, men feel, men have sex to feel good. Women have to feel good to have sex. Absolutely. Yeah. Spot on. Well, it's so true. Take a while to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, at least you have. Well, Most guys haven't. Yeah, there's, so you're... yeah, there's something to be said for experience. <laughs> <laughs> totally. It is now time for the quick game where we like to give our guests a chance to run through some entertaining questions. Madison, are you ready? I am ready. All right, here we go. L.A., Chicago, or New York? Oh, my God. Do you know what? I've never been to America. Really? But oh. I would, yeah, never. But from what I've seen, I would love to come to New York in winter at Christmas. No, that is spoken like somebody who's never been to any of those states. Yeah, in, in, exactly. Chicago or New York during winter <laughs> because you will quickly... Even if you have to swim back, you will get the hell out of there because winter, <laughs> winter is brutal in Chicago and New York. Um, oh, wow, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, you, uh, yeah, you have an experience. Over here, we'll get what's called a polar <laughs> vortex. Oh, really? And that's literally where they warn you, don't come out of your house if you don't have to because it's so No yes. way. Yes, because if you're not properly layered, you, the frost will just hurt your skin in a matter of seconds. Oh, I need to be there for you that. Will that re- sounds fun. You will regret every second <laughs> and that you experience that. Uh, do, you, do you have any <laughs> tattoos? No, I don't have any tattoos. No, I'm... I'm a fresh canvas, but I might do in future. I'm not sure. On a scale of one to ten, how good are you at trivia? Oh, God. Probably zero. Do you speak any other languages? Mm, Fuckboy language. Does that count? No. Um, Russian. No, Everybody, I don't. when you see her, walk up and speak Russian. <laughs> no, I can't, I'm afraid. I used to be really good at Spanish back in school, but 
I've literally forgotten all of it, so no, unfortunately. Fuck boy language. I want to know what does that sound like. Does it just sound like, mm. you know. Very complex. Yeah, just a whole bunch of, <laughs> I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Is that what fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Can you dance? Um, If I'm drunk, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, no, I would not say, I would not say I'm a dancer. Which actually I'm really gutted about. I wish I was, but I just don't have natural rhythm. How old were you when you got your first kiss? I was 14. Okay. It was a fuckboy. He was no good after that. No, no, no. It was just a boy at school, I think. It was very innocent, very simplistic i mean it wasn't anything special but i don't think we expect that um but yeah no pretty pretty okay (laughs) i guess if you have a first kiss with somebody and it's really amazing you you're not their first kiss (laughs) yeah yeah for sure there you go then you've got to start asking questions aged 14 but no it wasn't it was very innocent guilty pleasure on netflix Oh, guilty pleasure on Netflix. Rocco Silfredi, the bloody thingy, his show on there. I don't know whether you guys have seen it. No. But it's very interesting. If you're interested in pornography and like, I mean, I'm assuming most guys listening to this have heard of Rocco. But um, it's fascinating, really interesting about the porn world, how it gets shoot shot. Um, yeah, really, really interesting. Do you Instagram your food? <laughs> um, no, because it would probably just con- consist of chicken nuggets and soup. Probably. <laughs> uh, not at the same time, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like a child not, not much to instagram over here yeah. jackson i'm afraid you're like, i got my nuggies and i got like a juice yeah. box yeah hell yeah but i if you were to i bet you guys would pay to watch you eat your chicken nuggies and drink a juice box well you know maybe i'll put that on the the rf really because i have a particular fetish about dipping my chicken nuggets into chocolate milk oh. <laughs> uh, and my chips actually as well that is an interesting fact about my me. my madison fox sex level just dropped a couple matches that would <laughs> yeah. that would gross me out so much yeah i'm so sorry about that yeah. but i can't deny I mean, hey, the you love know, you, that i have you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do you and exactly i gotta admit though i used to uh i had a friend in, in college once who turned me on to uh, ranch dressing and french fries and i thought that was nasty until i ate it Ew, no wait hell? what really you're over <laughs> dipping nuggets and, and a, and a, yeah, and a chocolate shake that's horrible um do you believe in fate yes i do i really do what's your favorite yeah, what's your favorite candy Ah, uh, favorite candy um i'm not really into like sweets but I'm into chocolate um, and things like that. So I really love white chocolate. Like, 
Milky Bar. Do you have that in America? No, we have white chocolate, but I, I don't. I've never heard of that bar. Everything about you is amazing, but you and I differ horribly on our taste and food. <laughs> Yeah, we. That's good. That's good. It means that you're not gonna dip in for nuggets. Well, I'm happy. With that. We would. We would have to go to three different places to have dinner together because. Absolutely yeah, fine. You'd be. Yeah, <laughs> the, it, it it wouldn't work, Masson. It wouldn't work. <laughs> Last question, and this is a question that I I look forward to the answer from everybody who uh, who's on the show. Who inspires you? Oh wow! Who inspires me? Um, this is a good question. Um, probably two people that come to mind. So, Allegra Cole, which is a well-known like XL implant model, mm -hmm. she definitely does. Like that woman, you can just tell has a beautiful soul, and she clearly looks very different to most people on earth. But she like rocks it and she's kind at the same time, you know, no negativity, no hatred, no jealousy. And I just think she's a really good role model for female empowerment. Um, and also, I don't know whether over here we've had the Stephen Hawking documentary mm -hmm. and I just watched it the other day. And one of my favorite films is, is it The Theory of Everything? Yeah, I think, I think it is. <clears throat> and um, I watched the documentary where it's his family talking about him and you know his struggles and things and it just really made me motivated because I thought damn like if that guy can get through his disease and produce like groundbreaking um, scientific studies and, and books and travel the world and do all these incredible things then you know so can I so I mean maybe not obviously like astronomy but I mean I'm never going to be a Nobel you know prize winner but yeah I just mean just it's very very inspiring good people sexy people that wraps up our interview with the yeah the brilliant the the the, the kind and the obviously beautiful Madison Fox. Thank you for joining us this evening. Madison, thank you so much. One more time, let people know where to find you. Yeah, so you can catch me on Instagram, guys. It's Madison Fox underscore underscore. Go check it out. That's it, folks. Madison, thank you so much, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. See you guys. What if you could be a better player? for the cost of one more cup of coffee a month. Get access to a growing library of lit erotica, behind the scenes action and player's guides with tips on drinking, cooking, fitness, dating, sex, and life after dark. Low tier rate while offer lasts. Patreon.com, game on with Jack. Keep it sexy and game on.